Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. Martin Luther King Day 2023. Been a federal holiday since 1983. Uh, celebrates his birthday. Uh, and uh, I, you know, it, we, we have a, a very large march, obviously, that goes through uh, a town. I think one of the largest in the country, actually. And Martin Luther King Day is always kind of interesting uh, just over the past few years because uh, I think this country, I think we've gotten about as far from the message, from the, the, the basic message of Martin Luther King Jr. as you can possibly get. Because his message was about getting beyond this skin color stuff. This message was about everybody getting to the mountaintop. This his message was about uh, you know, it, it's it's who you are in the world. It's it's how you live. That that's the it's the content of your character. That's what makes you you. What you do, the choices you make, the things you say. Uh, my old man never had to tell me not to be racist. You know, I I, I do believe that racism is. Uh, uh, predominantly taught. Uh, I think people grow up uh, uh, being having either racism modeled for them or actively taught to them. Uh, my parents were not like they didn't have to actually teach me anything about it because they treated everybody the, everybody the same. Uh, my father modeled what a non-racist is, and from uh, a very young age, uh, I've always tried to figure stuff out. You know, well, what makes sense? What doesn't make sense? And from a very early age, I realized that racism doesn't make any logical sense, and it doesn't. Uh, your physicality, your skin color uh, says no more about you and who you are on planet Earth than your big toe, your left ear lobe. It, it has nothing to do with it. So for me, the idea that somebody is different or somebody is less than or maybe even more than because of the color of their skin just never made any freaking sense. It just, it does, it, which it doesn't. <laughs> which is why when Martin Luther King Day rolls around, it's, it's kind of difficult because, holy crap, how much stuff do we talk about on the radio every single day that has to do with race? And I'm talking rock on, right on skin color. It's all skin color, baby. Race, okay? Skin pigmentation. Every single stinking day in this country, there is some controversy somewhere about somebody's racism, somebody, somebody either being a racist and not knowing it, being freaking privileged, or because of someone's skin, and because of their skin color, uh, or because of their skin color, you know, they, they shouldn't, because they've been so oppressed, oppressed, they shouldn't be graded at school, shouldn't be made to take tests. You know, your, your skin color determines whether or not you're smart uh, enough to get a photo ID to vote in this country. A lot of Democrats believe if you're black, you're not. Uh, the new civil rights movement isn't civil at all, and it's not about equality. They've they've swapped out the word equality with the word equity, which, apart from being a bad usage of the word originally, 
Uh, equity is not about equality, not about the idea that, hey, we're all here, we're all human beings, we all bleed red, right? We're all going to be a slightly different person in this world based upon who we are and the content of our character and how we live and how we choose to live. But no, it's not about that at all. Equity is the idea that because your skin is a certain shade, you have suffered, you have been oppressed, you can't get along, you can't get around the systemic racism of this country and the inherent racism of white people, and so we need to do things in society to guarantee the outcome for you. Because if you're a certain skin color, you're too oppressed and inept to pull it off on your own. That's the new racial ethic in in America. Uh, In other words, uh, low these many years since Martin Luther King gave that infamous speech, now the famous speech, one of the most brilliant utterances by another human being about how human beings should live their lives on planet Earth. When he gave that speech on the mall, okay, in the time since that took place in the 60s until where we are right now, oh, holy crap, we are obsessed with skin color. We are obsessed with skin pigment. We are obsessed with people's with, with the physicality of people and what that should determine for them and 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 uh, and who they are in the world. I'm a white guy. I'm inherently racist. According to the new racial ethic, I can't get away from that in any way, shape, or form. I just inherently hate black people. I don't. <laughs> you know, I haven't lived my life that way. I'm not one of these. Uh, like a lot of the liberal honkies that you know uh, can't shut up about all their uh, all the, the great fight they've taken uh, for or the fights they've uh, they've taken on to fight racism and you know uh, what movies they'll watch and what movies they won't watch and what they think about who gets an Oscar and who doesn't uh, and how white people are inherently racist because they're white people who can't shut up about the idea of uh, uh, of letting you know uh, through virtue, uh, endless virtue signaling uh, what a non-racist they are. I don't have to trot out any of my non-racist cred and tell you how many black friends I've had or Mexican friends I've had or lesbian friends I've had, for that matter, over the course of my life. My life itself is my non-racist credential because I don't treat people that way. But now... Again, just a handful of decades away from Martin Luther King, okay, we're, we're supposed to judge people on their skin color, right? That's what we're supposed to do. If you have black skin, it means something about you, right? I have white skin. It means something about me. We're, we're all about segregation right now. If you go to ma- many of the uh, campuses across this country, you will find one form or another of segregation where we have an equitable program going on here that's just for black people and people of color. So you whiteies, you honkies, you better stay away. This is a non-honky event. It's bizarre. <laughs> and, and you know what? And I'm going to walk it all the way back. Uh, well, you could take it all the way back to the creation of the welfare state uh, to begin with, but I'm gonna I'm gonna walk it back to Barack Obama as far as recent memory of this stuff. Okay, Barack Obama had an extraordinary historical opportunity as the first black president. Barack Obama could have ushered us into that post-racial world that MLK, MLK talk about uh, talked about that that Martin Luther King discussed 
and was at the heart of all of his teachings and philosophy. You can read all the speeches, and that's what you'll find. But we need to get post-racial. You need to see another human being before you see the skin color. Barack Obama had the opportunity to take this country in that direction, and he did the exact opposite. His skin color was a constant issue. If he was criticized for anything, it's because he was black and his name didn't sound like everybody else's name. An extraordinary uh, uh, opportunity uh, from a historical point of view for the future of this country, and he squandered it on narcissism and self-protection. So, I mean, I don't know what we're celebrating today on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, we're, we're not right. We're not there. <laughs> we're, we're not there right now. In fact, and I know, I know, I know some people hate it when white guys think they have the right to speak for Martin Luther King. But I can read, and I can read the speeches. And tell me we're doing that, because I'm not seeing it. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. What do you think about them at balls? Uh, then we'll talk about Joe Biden and more classified documents uh, coming up in a few minutes. A uh, lot to get through today. Hi, this is Trey uh, Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Do you hear me make that throat noise right before I went on the air? I hit the button too soon. Ah, I was clearing my throat, which I do. Ah. Premature. Ah, that's right. Premature throat clearing. It sounded weird. You know what I mean. Ah. Hang on, John. I just see, I'm just seeing this. C.J. Harris, who was a former American Idol contestant from 2014, passed away from a sudden heart attack last night in Alabama. 31 years of age. You know, math is also a science, people. <laughs> yeah, I, I and, just, you know. And statistically, in probabilities, which is a science, we should not be seeing this many. So quit denying science and look into it, man. 31 years of age, yeah. Fell over dead of a heart attack yesterday, last night, in Jasper, Alabama. Something's, something's going on, man. Here's John. John, how you doing? Talking about Martin Luther King, those were some pretty wild and crazy times back then. And Martin Luther King had some contemporaries like Malcolm X and H. Rap Brown and the Black Panthers, and the whole black community was pretty much divided, which only goes to show that the black community is like anybody else. There's some that are on this side and some that are on that side, and that just blows racism all to hell. So, well, know, I, I but I think racism has taken on a whole new life. When you when you're talking about the era of the first black president and the the kind of racism, systemic racism you saw in the 40s, 50s and 60s with Jim Crow and all that stuff is not going on. Uh you, you, if you're a democrat or if you're the democrat establishment, and I, I appreciate the call, man. You you need a steady flow of racism. You need more racism. And so when it gets a little difficult to maintain, we're systemically racist when we have a black president, a black attorney general. You you have to come up with a different kind of racism, and that's where inherent racism evolved. And that's, you know, I'm a white guy, so I'm racist because I'm white. Black people can't be racist because they're black. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that's that's where you end up. Because that that provide so then then you can glom people into the racist column who are not racists. Because now you can say, well, they don't know they're racist. It also affords you the ability to say black guys are racist. If you're black and you're conservative, well, you're still a white supremacist because you you support white supremacist people. So, yeah, again, baby, we're we're far from the dream. (laughs) That's his mop. Maybe I'm just being a racist white guy. I don't know. But it seems to me that when you get to a place where everything is based on skin color like it is right now, identity politics rule, man. Identity politics rule. And uh, uh, which is sad for for many different reasons. But what's even more sad was watching Biden over the weekend trying to black himself up. And, you know, I mean, at, at the Ebenezer Church. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Can that guy be more embarrassing? Once, do you have some audience? I don't want anyone to be that irresponsible. Oh, that's from that's about the 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 documents. We'll get well. We'll get to the documents. I want to say one thing to rest. I may be a practicing Catholic. I used to go to seven thirty mass every morning in high school and then on college before I went to the black church. The black church. Not a joke. Andy knows <laughs> Not this. a joke. The black before he went to the black church. Can you say it that way? Is that in this on the sign out front there? The black. Welcome to the black church. <laughs> Today we're going to feature black people, uh, and our black pastor will give a message for black folks because this is the black church, not a joke. Problem is, nobody remembers him ever being there. <laughs> Essentially, from the time period he's talking. Well, in the 80s, he got called out on a bunch of stuff, uh, copying other people's in college, or co- you know, uh, uh, plagiarizing was one of them in his own speeches. But in the 80s, when he ran the first time, he also had to kind of come clean about, no, I didn't save Nelson Mandela from from apartheid. I I didn't march in Selma. (laughs) I didn't march in this. I didn't didn't link arms with Martin Luther King and and walk down the street. He's already admitted he's full of crap on this. If he attended the black church so often, then why can't he get names right? Katanji drowned Jackson. (laughs) Katanji drowned Jackson. Katanji Drown Jackson. It's great. You appointed her, man. Uh, so I, there, there's nothing. Well, in general, and I'm going to be honest with you, when when white people try to black themselves up, just so you know how not racist they are, it's obnoxious. When Joe Biden does it, it's even more obnoxious. And I'll tell you why. He's an old school Delaware redneck. <laughs> He's an old school Delaware redneck racist. They're going to put you back in chains. At least he didn't try to talk black. He, as far as I know, he didn't try to pull up the accent, did he? How did Hillary sound? Uh, well, I, I ain't always not, what is it? I'm not always tired. Whatever the hell she tried to say. I can't remember. I'm not always, not always tired. <laughs> Only Democrats can get away with that crap, man. Imagine Donald Trump getting in front of an audience and starting to talk black. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the outrage. Hillary rolls out the eye. I don't always feel no way is tired. Girl, don't never, let me tell you something, home skillet. Don't never nine mind on me on business. Never need. It's right. I don't know nothing about birth of no babies. 
Only Democrats can get away with that crap. You know what I mean? Only Democrats can get in front of a crowd of people and start trying to talk black. Only white Caucasian liberals uh, from the swamp are, are, are get that right. So Joe was going off about how he used to go to the black church. <laughs> after after he get out of mass. Uh, and they were like, oh, we don't really remember him ever being there. But, you know, that's not shocking. So there's my Martin Luther King uh, speech for the day. Uh, 210-599-5555. Pretty simple philosophy. How come we can't get it right? 210-599-5555. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Wow. Interesting weekend as far as uh, top secret documents. Uh, We had more, I think 12 more that were found at the Wilmington residence on Saturday. This was a couple of days after a special counsel, Robert Herr, was appointed to look into this thing. And uh, we uh, we also found out over the weekend that uh, Hunter Biden is uh, is listed as the owner on the lease of this house in Wilmington. And yet, apparently, uh, he pays Joe Biden uh, $50,000 a month in rent. Um, you know, there's some pretty Tony neighborhoods in Wilmington. I used to live there for uh, way too long, which was about a year and a half, which was way too freaking long. And there ain't no... Yeah, I don't care if the president lives there or not, the vice president. Ain't no $50,000 a month rental in in Wilmington, Delaware, man. So he's paying $50,000 rent to his old man for a house that he owns. As Trey said, you don't think there's a little money laundering going on here, do you? You don't think a little bit of money, a little bit of Chinese money is making its way uh, into the big guy's account uh, via this little uh, dealio, huh? God. It's absurd, man. And, and, and you know what? It's just it may, make it all the, the, all the crap that they were saying about Donald Trump. When it, first off, Merrick Garland knew this was going on when he sicked the FBI on Mar-a-Lago. What a freaking joke, man. Uh, and, and I and we still keep hearing about how Donald Trump was worse. How? <laughs> how was he worse? He was a former president. He had the uh, ability to declassify documents. He he stood there with his own lawyers and the FBI in the room where the documents were, where the boxes were, and said, "Give these guys whoever they want." Cooperated from day one. We're finding top secret crap all over the way, and don't they? Why haven't they? Why hasn't the FBI gone into uh, gone into the Rehoboth Beach location? If he's got this crap stacked up in his garage in Wilmington, I'm thinking he probably has a few classified or, or top secret documents at the Rehoboth Beach uh, house, don't you? There's Charles. Charles, how you doing? I'm doing good, Doug. How you doing, Reverend Sean? Not too bad for a Monday, man. What you thinking? Well, uh, you changed topics on me, but I'll comment on this. Uh, this is the hypocrisy of the Biden administration, and I don't care. I'll just leave it at that. This is just 
Oh, yeah. And, and, and the other thing I wanted to point out, a couple of points. There is hypocrisy going on today in the Martin Luther King March because there is another march that's a, actually a true march, and that has been uh, coordinated by Reverend Hagee Jr., and he's taken a lot of people up there, and while they're marching down, they're going to be marching up on the other side. And the reason that it, it's a different march is because accepting and condoning are two different things, and they pointed out to them, look, Dr. King was a reverend, right? He's a man of the cloth, just like you. Right. So I know that you're a little bit more accepting than probably he was in the 60s. Well, I got my, uh, I got my ordination out of the, the, the National Enquirer for sending him 20 bucks, you know, 30 years ago. No, 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 but, <laughs> but seriously, you know how conservative the African-American church is. I mean, those people go to church dressed right. up every, every, and they're very conservative, even though they don't believe it. And... Uh, I'm just going to say this. When you have people slinging the pride parade and they have their own banner going down and they're demonstrating their pride, lead, and the one in the lead there is no other than my favorite councilman, which is Jalen Rodriguez. Oh, and by the way, I, I got to see, no, I got to see Miss Rodriguez finally. He, they actually, he actually took him to something. And they accept him. And this is what I don't understand. This is a hypocrisy also that we have the largest parade in a town where the most that ever happened about discrimination was a look at a local cafeteria. No violence, no words, just a look, and it was over at that point. And I just want to find so out. In, in other words, this- I'm trying to get what, you're, get what you're saying here. So in other words, the, the official Martin Luther King march is what, hypo- hypocritical? Because, yes. Because we're yes. not a racist town. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I I agree in the sense that you know I, there's a local group I can't remember their name. I was reading about this last week, uh, and and they're all about fighting racism in San Antonio and fighting racism amongst the police ranks and all that stuff. And I and and I've lived in some really racist towns on the East Coast. I mean, uh, Long Chesapeake Bay. You're dealing with some towns that were slave ports. That's where the ships came in. Uh, I, you know, experienced racism in Colorado, to be frank with you, uh, anti, uh, Hispanic Mexican racism all over the place. A lot of the towns I grew up in where there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of racism. I I've never gotten that sense here. This is actually one of the most inclusive towns I think I've ever lived in. Exactly. And I guarantee you, Dr. King would turn over in his grave knowing that Jalen and his and his husband and a bunch of and a bunch of other people are leading the pack in the middle and, of and a they're right. holiday. And I appreciate the call. And, and they're big CRT people, and the cops are all racist. And I, I get what you're saying. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We got uh, Alex on hold. Alex, I'm going to talk to you as soon as I get back. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happening on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm John Hyde. I didn't know this, but I guess this Davos thing is going on, and Bill Gates uh, is a part of that, and Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland in America, and Bill Gates is another one of these guys. I heard Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins talking about this last week. They started to talk about how, you know, we Americans need to learn how to eat bugs and stuff, man. Plant-based materials. Says the guy who's buying up all the freaking farmland in this country next to the Chinese. 
And I, I gotta, I'm gonna, I want to tell you guys something. And Don Morgan, you know, I, I God bless you. You know, I don't know if, he, if he's busy, but I, I, James and Don, I, 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 I've now been going on about a month where I've been eating nothing but plant-based food. And I just want to tell you something. It's freaking expensive. Very. It's expensive to eat nothing but plant-based food. Don Morgan, I had a, I, I bought a pizza made of cauliflower. Right. It was like fourteen dollars, man, at the HEB. It's like I a twelve little a twelve inch pizza. It's nothing yeah, big. Right? I got these little Buddha bowls that are all plant based stuff, and it's like you know six bucks a pop. I'm just saying, eating plant based stuff is pricey, man. That's part. It's of, not cheap. That's part of how you lose weight. <laughs> you don't have any <laughs> money, money to buy. To buy <laughs> you don't have any money to buy any food. You're broke, <laughs> so you just get skinny because you're not eating anything. <laughs> My vegetarians are usually quite thin. I'm getting there. I'm lo- I am losing some weight. And I got three and a half weeks to lose some more before my hernia operation. Anybody want to see my intestines? I can show you. Um, but it, it is. It's not cheap. We went to the uh, Wally Mart the other night. We went to, we went to the fancy H-E-B in our neighborhood, the one oh. right there at 1604 in Bandera. Look at you. Do you dress appropriately? They have a diamond. You can buy diamonds at that H-E-B. It's so fancy. Wow. We thought we'd get some fancy, uh, you know, vegetarian food for me. Freaking expensive as hell, man. That's why. Those little TV dinners are expensive as hell. That's why I do just a little bit of, like, every now and then vegetarian just because of the cost. Well, I'm trying to lose as much weight so my doctor doesn't, my, my colon doctor doesn't freaking yell at me because she scares the hell out of me, scares the crap out of me, literally. frankly, as most women do. Well, actually, she does scare the crap, literally scares the crap out of me. But this plant-based stuff, man, stuff costs, dude. It's not cheap eating. It's just not. People think you're just gnawing on some lawn clippings, but it's it, it takes a lot of money to reconfigure plants and to look like a chicken patty or something. Yeah. Yeah, most of you know, I most of that stuff I avoid anyway. What do you what do you just eat? What do you eat? Geraniums? What I mean, what do you pretty eat? much? Just yeah. you just non geraniums. Apples. Apples. No. I'm just saying, a plant based stuff is not freaking cheap, man. No, not at all. I got three and a half more to weeks eat, to go. You have to eat the actual plants. Just but eat I, the actual plants. A lot cheaper. But I've noticed that my body is now starting to rebel against meat, which my wife has been warning me about. Right. It's kind of like when you quit anything else. Yeah. Like I, you I don't drink beer for a while, and you have one. Yeah, yeah. and it's heavy. It yeah. now now you notice that the meat stuff sits on you, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude!" I yeah. went to we went terrible. to gyms on Saturday. I just took my wife out to lunch, and I got a club sandwich, and I could only eat like one wedge of it. Nice, you're freaking turkey it. was like was weighing <laughs> me down, man. What's happening to me? I am gonna eat meat again someday. I don't want to live like this my whole life, man. <laughs> it's expensive and it sucks. <laughs> it's expensive and it sucks. That sounds like this... my first marriage. <laughs> Mine too. Everybody. <laughs> sounds like everybody's first marriage. First couple can be pricey. It's expensive and it sucked. It's expensive and it sucks, man. Does Chris want to talk about veggie stuff? Okay. What does Alex want to talk about? Alex, how are you? Alex. Right. Prima. Alex. Make it quick so that you can get back to your vegetable diet. All right. Okay. Um, I want I want to know, first of all, when are we going to see President Biden's tax returns 
and what justifies a $50,000 a month lease payment from my son. It's all a bunch let's of crap. Start tracing some money. Yeah. yeah. Let's start tracing some money. Um, I agree. We've already set the precedent that it's okay to open up a president's tax return. Right. right. That's right. We let's saw do Donald it. Trump's Trump returns it's a few like, weeks ago, you right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I appreciate the call. Hey, you, 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 how much you want to bet that at least at, on at least one occasion, Hunter did lines off like some some top secret documents with a with a hooker. I, I'm, you know what I mean? Do you want to do a couple of bumps off this top secret document? Won't that be cool? <laughs> they ever they ever going to check that Rehoboth Beach uh, property? They ever going to check the Rehoboth Beach property for some uh, top secret documentation? Which I'm sure is there. Where are we? Uh, one more quick call. Here's Chris. Chris, how you doing? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, on that plant-based stuff. Yeah. Uh, you need to look up Ted Nugent and what he talks about how farmers kill everything from what's in the ground to what flies, what birds, animals, squirrels, worms. They kill all that stuff just to maintain the crop for for plant-based foods. So they kill everything, every every living. So to make plant based food, they have to kill everything. Make plant based food. So you look up Ted Nugent about his plant based and how much wow. vegans. I mean, I'm, I'm not a person that hates anybody, but vegans they kill everything. <laughs> I'm not I'm not vegan as a lifestyle. Food. I'm just doing it for a few weeks. I, uh, I appreciate the call, man. No, Ted Nugent's a badass. It's uh, I've read that story. It's true. What do you mean they have to kill everything? What do you mean? Uh, get rid of all the. The rodents. Uh, everything's got to go. Everything so that they can grow the soy crops or whatever. <laughs> wow. We'll talk some more. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's Monday. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Is everybody having a good time? The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It is Martin Luther King Day, and of course, we do have the largest Martin Luther King Day march in the country, and so that's uh, that's a good thing. We'll, we'll talk a little later on, though. I, I want to revisit this idea as to whether or not you think that San Antonio is a racist town. I guess a lot of people believe that. I, I'm not one of them. But, you know, there's a few other things going on. First off, just a, a pick-me-up on, on this uh, this stuff with the with the with the secret top secret documents rather uh they're just popping up all around joe biden um one of the first questions we you know, we heard folks like peter Ducey peter, peter Ducey asking is well we want to see the visitor logs uh we, you know i mean can we see the visitor visitor logs from from uh, the residents in wilmington oh there isn't one the president's personal residence. That there, there's no, there's no log, visitor log for who comes and goes in and out of that structure. Uh, uh, the, the Secret Service don't keep a, a record, a log of who's coming in and who's not. They're not checking people out who come in and come out. It's that that's their official line. Is there's no log. That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe any of this crap for a second. Uh, so I guess what I would say, if you, you know, if you are a Democrat and you're listening or you're, you're a Biden supporter, if there's any left, uh, any, uh, how are you feeling after this weekend? We got more 
Top secret docs uh, coming to light in the Wilmington residence. They, I, as far as I know, they haven't gone through the Wil- uh, the Rehoboth Beach residence yet, but they probably should, I'm, I'm thinking. Or where are you on this? 210-599-5555. USA Today published uh, an article on Friday that a lot of people are talking about today. This is another another one of those things I think people are just getting kind of tired of. David Oliver is an entertainment, lifestyle, and wellness reporter. He reports on wellness, which is one of my least favorite words. It's a made-up word, wellness. And he wrote an article about how, you know, we need to stop saying certain words. Certain words that uh, could be both, quote-unquote, othering and a microaggression. We now have a phenomenon called othering. And you don't want to other other people. It makes them feel bad when they when you they feel as if you've othered them. <laughs> and the words he says we need to stop saying are aloha, hola and shalom. Okay, because you're unless you're Hispanic-y, Okay, and you hear you see a white guy like me saying "Ola," it's going to bother you. It's going to hurt you. It's going to you're going to feel othered. Ola James, do you feel othered? Shalom, Holmes. <laughs> Shalom. I'm not a Jew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Hawaiians. Yeah, Hawaiians. We can't say aloha. Aloha, Shalom. Oh, that's unless you're Jewish. Now you you can or or you're I guess you're Hispanic or you're Hawaiian. He says, if you're not Hawaiian and you say aloha, it could come off as mockery. The use of certain words requires education, knowledge, and the foresight to understand when they should or shouldn't come out of your mouth. Says, intentions matters most. Dropping hola or shalom to someone you know who speaks Spanish or Hebrew, for example, isn't something to worry about. So it's okay, then, as long as you're sure of the ethnicity of the person you're saying these words to. James, I'm fairly certain you're Hispanic. And I do not look Hispanic. You don't actually look Hispanic. And both my parents are Hispanic. Right. I'm only the second generation born in the States. Right. Hola. Does that bother you? It doesn't bother you. I'm going back to Mexico. (laughs) Because you're insulting and racist. I'm othering you. (laughs) You other mother. I'm going I'm to call up Kinky when I get home. Shalom! <laughs> shalom, you Jew! <laughs> it's okay if I say shalom, Kinky, because you're a Jew! Yeah, that'd be funny if he said aloha. <laughs> I don't even know what the Norwegian word is, so I don't know. I don't know what I can say. I have no idea. So, Mr. Smart Guy who wrote this. Yeah. Uh, or what? Or what? Or, or, or what? what happens if we do say the words? Or que? Well, you know, por qué? Por qué? You know what I don't get is, it, 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 you know, the, the, the people who write who come up with this crap. You know, have they actually asked anybody if they're offended by this stuff? Have they actually done any research, you know, to, to, that, that claims that people of certain ethnicities, you know, feel mocked or othered when, when people who are not of their ethnicity use certain words? That's ridiculous, man. Most people are proud when yes. somebody else is able to speak their language. They're well, like, yes. wow, that's impressive. Way to go. Impressivo, honky. Yeah. 
My wife, when I start cussing in Spanish, she loves it. How do you not say hola in San Antonio? How do you walk around in freaking San Antonio and just, if you're a white dude, and avoid the word hola? You know what I mean? It's pretty freaking impossible. I'm just saying. So if a hispanic person says hola to me and I say hola back, is that okay? Or if I say bueno, I mean, am I, am I culturally appropriating something? I guess the white people can't go to Fiesta this I year. I guess not, man. We better stay away from Fiesta, man. It's not our trip, man. We got white skin. That means nobody's going to Fiesta. That means nobody's <laughs> going to Fiesta because that's where all the white people go. Right. And pretend that they, you know, are, are really big partiers for one night. In touch with their Mexican selves. Hola, look, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do a shot of tequila, and then eat an enchilada because that's fiesta. You know, I'm just saying, white people, you know, you got to give the white, give the honkies a, a break. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm Norwegian. I don't know how to even celebrate my culture. I don't know what. What do we do? I don't know what Norwegians do. We eat cold fish, and say ufta. You know what I mean? I, I don't. You know. There's not going to be a Nor. They, they actually have a thing called a Nordic Fest in Decorah, Iowa, mm-hmm. where a bunch of Norwegians run around and eat cold fish in weird little red vests. So I and gnome hats. So I, I don't I don't know what you know. I'm, I guess if I, I, in other words, I guess you're only supposed to emote or 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 put out utterances that are of your ethnicity, right? If you're doing if you because if you if you're not the ethnicity of the person you're talking to, and you make the mistake of saying. Something you know, hola or aloha or whatever. They get they feel mocked and insulted and othered. So does that mean that I? First off, I have no idea what othered means. Does that mean like white guys like Norwegians like me? We can only say Norwegian crap. I mean, is that the is that where we're getting to? Well, that's that's one way for us to divide ourselves is not to learn other languages from other cultures and just stick with our own language. That's, that well, it's sounds silly. great. That's, yeah. I think the, what it's, a boring existence. That well, is. it is. You know what? And what's silly about it is we are the great melting pot. We, we're, we're supposed to be this country. That's this patchwork of different cultures and influences. But it hasn't then, you know, speaking for myself and maybe for you as well, hasn't then that been one of the highlights of, of moving here is yes. the learning about the, the Mexican culture and what have you? Well, of course. It's wonderful. I think it's great. I love it. Well, and you got, you got okay, so you got, the, you got the Mexican culture here, right? You got the German culture here. Polish. Yeah. Polish. Uh, African American, you got you got black culture. I mean, you got you got all these cultures interwoven. And then me, the one French guy. And then the Don's <laughs> representing the French people. The one French guy. <laughs> I've got the Norse coalition. Right. Okay. We got it all figured out. And, but I mean, that's what's that's what I love about this town is that it's it's been culturally integrated since the beginning. It's never not been anything other than that. Go to the Institute of Texan Culture. I mean, we have a whole institute for it that shows you everything that's come through the state. But I'm not supposed to say hola because I'm othering people. (laughs) I'm triggered triggered and othered. You know what? You People like whoever wrote this article could not handle listening to my wife and I talk to each other for 30 minutes. Because we say awful racist crap to each other almost on a daily basis. Because it makes us laugh. We crack ourselves up with this stuff. And sometimes, Don, I don't know if you've ever experienced. Sometimes I, I will have visitors that uh, we've had visitors from the East Coast, or even from Colorado. You know, and and I'll drop something about my wife, and they'll just look at me horrified, like I can't believe you talk to your wife like that. <laughs> 
And I'm like, you haven't heard the crap she says to me. Right. White ain't always right. You ever hear, you ever said, you ever have your three foot Mexican wife tell you white ain't always right in a Walmart? She's not three feet tall. Eh, a little taller. 3'11". At least. I'm just saying she's hard. To, I lose her in the women's clothing section at Walmart because she's so right. she's shorter than the, the the dress trees. You say that to the, to the wrong person from the East Coast, from Colorado, and they look at you like you're the worst racist in the world. It's like you couldn't handle a three-minute conversation between my wife and I when we're really going. When we're really, really going. You got to hear what she says about vegan plant-based food. Oh, boy. That's a white trip. Oh, boy. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you just have to stay in your lane when it comes to greeting people. I guess so. You know, since you're white. Hello, it- fellow citizen of Earth. Hello, I'm Norwegian. <laughs> boy, I sure could go for some lesfa. <laughs> Nothing like cold fish and potato cakes. How about some mac salad? You know, these, uh, these uh, we, we make lesfa. It's kind of like torti- tortillas. Except we make them with potatoes because we're Norsemen. And I'm going to raid your village and take all your crap. <laughs> Who's on? Oh, Esteban. Because <laughs> that's all we do. That's what us Norwegians do. We rape your women, kill your animals, and take all your crap. <laughs> oh, hi, Esteban. How are you doing? All right, man. Like a producer, I could be accused of being a racist by saying hola because... I look as white as a gallon of vanilla on my mom's Latina. Right. You got it. Your mom's Hispanic. Right. See? So you're only half culturally. You're only half othering people. This is getting crazy. I wonder how many people of these woke schools realize there's a monument to those who were opposed to the Union in Comfort, Texas. And in San Antonio, we're talking about us being integrated. One of the earliest. Woolworth's lunch counters that was integrated is in the city. All right. So, That's right. <laughs> well, and I, I'm gonna, I appreciate the call, man. I'm going to pick up on that when we get back. Uh, San Antonio, a racist town. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, so prepare to be othered. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. We may, we may have all come on different ships, but we're in the same boat. Martin Luther King. Um, that's, that's, that's a great quote. Uh, you know, and, and uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Is this a racist town? And I, I you know, I, I, I bring this up because... Uh, well, we were talking about uh, a few minutes ago, but uh, uh, you know, I, I, having lived in a, a few different places, I've lived in towns that were absolutely racist. In that there, there's a black side of town, there's a white side of town, and baby, you don't cross borders <laughs> in those towns. And I've I've seen it with my own eyes. I've always what I believe, and you know, you can tell me if you think I'm full of crap or what, whatever. But I believe that uh, racism at this point is something that's regional. It depends on where you are in the country. Uh, I've, as Don and I and 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 James were talking, I've never lived in a more culturally diverse town than San Antonio, Texas. 
And, uh, you know, if because I know you get some yahoos like like Jalen and, and some other yahoos in town who just, you know, the cops are racist and it's we got to fight racism in this town. So much racism here. If there's so much racism here, then how come we have the largest Martin Luther King march in the country? I mean, fair point. Yeah. I'm just not seeing it. And I think, based upon my reading of the history of San Antonio, th- this is always, from practically, practically from day one, this has been a culturally diverse town. And, and so I, I've never really gotten that, because Nuremberg will go off on that crab a lot. we got to fight racism in this town. Where? <laughs> uh, Adam, you're on line one. What's going on with you? Sean, how you doing today? You know, uh, Sean, San Antonio has, like, no racial tension. You know, Sean, I grew up in Miami in the 70s and 80s where there was a lot of racial tension. Right. You grew up in the north. You're older. You probably know what I'm talking about. You know, the problem is the useless left is focused on the stupidest things like words. You know, they try to ignore major issues. You know, uh, uh, China, North Korea, you know, uh, high prices, crime. You know, forget about that. We got more important issues. There's white guys trying to talk Spanish and saying hola everywhere and starting trouble. And, you know, uh, Sean, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, they just talk about him once a year. They have no use for Martin right. Luther King anymore because they don't, they judge people by their color, not Absolutely. by their character. They do the opposite of what uh, Martin Luther King, I w- the Democrats could uh, go back to their old playbook and realize what a bunch of hypocrites they become and, and start focusing on issues instead of stupid crap like this. I agree, Adam. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Always a pleasure. I go to this in my neighborhood. Like I, I, I've been looking for great Chinese food for since I got here. It seems like I've just always had. There was a place we used to go to uh, when I first moved in with my wife. Oh, I just went blank on the name, but it was there in my neighborhood for the longest time, and it was very, very good. And it closed down, and so I've been trying to find a great, you know, a good Chinese place. There's a place down the street from me. It's got great Chinese food. It's owned and operated by a bunch of Mexicans. And they even say, we're a Mexican-Chinese food restaurant. But, James, it's the best Chinese food in my neighborhood. It, it, I mean, if you really want just basic, good Chinese food, I go down to the, re- the road to this place. There's not a single Asian person, Asian-American on the property. And they'll even say, we are a Chinese restaurant owned by a bunch of Mexicans. <laughs> and it's the best-tasting Chinese food in my neighborhood. It really is. Uh, and that, I guess that's cultural appropriation, though, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be horrible cultural appropriation if you're some liberal idiot? Yeah. Like, but the lo mein tastes better than any other lo mein in town. Just saying. 210-599-5555. guy will even say that when I go in there to order food. You like our Mexican-Chinese food, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do, actually. It's pretty good. <laughs> 210-599-5555. Now, here's a, here's a story that uh, is... Making the rounds here. Uh, the husband of a uh, of a of a Tennessee law officer. Her name is Megan Hall. Oddly, this is in Tennessee. Megan Hall is twenty six. She used to work for the Laverne Police Department in Tennessee. She was fired after it was found out that she'd had sexual relationships with six different officers and mess around with half a dozen other cops on the force. I know it's Tennessee. It's hard to believe, but this is what's going on. And she got fired uh, from the police force because they were having weird sex parties and all this crap. 
for her part, Officer Megan Hall said her and her husband were in an open marriage. Unfortunately, her husband was unaware of this. He's a sheriff's deputy. And uh, I guess, you know, he she had asked him if he wanted to do the swinging thing and he wasn't really interested. But according to Coffee County Sheriff Chad Parton, who told the Daily Mail, I don't know how he's doing it. He's more of a man than I am, but he's trying to salvage his marriage. He's trying to move on, and they're trying to... Maybe a marriage can survive one affair. I don't personally think it will. I think eventually it catches up to you. (laughs) Well, that I know personally. But, dude... You're going to sex parties with like half a dozen other dudes. That's not that's not even a marriage, man. You, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you even trying? What are you doing here? Dude, your wife is having sex with half a dozen dudes at the job. <laughs> and you want to hold on to that marriage for some reason. Some people are saying it's admirable. Oh, it's true love. No, that ain't true love. That's That's Tennessee. Um, two one zero five nine nine. I'm sorry. She's going to be on OnlyFans soon. You watch. You see, yeah, she'll make. She'll make, probably make a great living doing that too. Two and Would you stay with your spouse if they was sleeping with six people they was working with? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. And uh, the phone lines are open. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. So why, has, you know, why hasn't there been a raid at, let's say, the Rehoboth Beach House? Why, why, why are we, you know... It, we, it, Trey was saying this on Where and Ryman that essentially they're letting the accused provide the evidence of the crime they're accused of, which is you know, never a good idea. That's why we don't do it in our legal system. But you, you very obviously at this point, and you can call me up and tell me I'm full of crap or Trump was worse or what have you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. But you know these these top secret, not not classified, top secret, right? We made that distinction early on. Top secret, highest classification classification of like secret <laughs> that you can get. And this stuff is showing up everywhere. It's showing up, and as it is Wilmington residents, which with well, again Hunter Biden is on the Hunter Biden owns that that owns that house. Hunter Biden owns the house in Wilmington, and yet he plays. He pays Joe Biden fifty thousand dollars in rent a, a month. Nothing hinky winky going on there, huh? I mean, it's so bad. Even freaking Adam Schiff is having to come out and say, "Oh, well, yeah, I guess there should be an investigation." <laughs> And I, I'm gonna I'm making a prediction. It ain't over yet. It's just my prediction. It ain't over yet. Because again, we haven't heard anything out of Rehoboth. 
I want I want to see some FBI guys go and some lawyers going through the beach house in Rehoboth Beach. Now, you can call me up and let me know what you think about this question. Do you think anything's going to happen to 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 Joe Biden as a result of this? Let alone his son. Do you think anything's going to happen to Joe Biden as a result of this? Right. No, probably not. Um and and all we it's it's all partisan. It's all politics. That's why they went after Trump tooth and nail. Merrick Garland went after Trump with the FBI at Mar-a-Lago when he knew the sitting president already had classified, or I'm sorry, top secret info, top secret documents at his residence and at his uh, so-called think tank. He knew that when he sent the FBI uh, down to Mar-a-Lago. So obviously, yes, there are two tiers of justice here. Uh, and uh, and Donald Trump didn't qualify for that first tier, okay? Joe Biden, he is that tier. Joe Biden is the swamp. Nothing's going to happen. But if you're a Biden supporter, how are you feeling about this? Do you think Donald Trump planted those boxes? I didn't hear this, but Trey was saying on CNN, was it, I don't know if it was Jake Tapper or whoever does the Sunday show. Is that Jake Tapper, I guess, over at CNN? I don't know. I don't watch the Sunday shows because they're pointless. But somebody, I think, on CNN was saying, um, well, Joe Biden was so busy at the end of uh, his term as vice president, and they were so busy prepping for Donald Trump to take over, that they just forgot. He accidentally brought some stuff home. Because that makes sense, right? They go well again. They can say whatever they want to say, but uh, uh, at the end of the day, and I, I hate to be so cynical. I just nothing's going to happen. Merrick Garland is his stooge, man. The attorney general is his stooge. Uh, the Critics' Choice Awards were last night. I watched about five minutes. Uh, I, again, I don't know any of these movies or any of these shows. Uh, I did see, uh, this was kind of cool. I saw Jeff Bridges get a lifetime achievement award from the critics, uh, which was given to him and he was introduced by John Goodman. And that was cool to see the dude and, uh, and Walter, uh, Walter hooked up again. But that was all, I just, that's, that's all I could bear. I, I just can't do these award shows anymore, man. They're so freaking obnoxious. And again, it's to the point now where I haven't seen any of the movies that are up for any of these awards. I saw Elvis. That was it. I haven't seen any of these other movies that these that are that are up for these awards. Now, I did notice one thing, and this is interesting, uh, that the best actor went to Brendan Fraser for The Whale. So I guess he is in contention for Oscars and all that stuff this year. I thought he wasn't because he didn't get anything at the Golden Globes. In fact, the whale I don't think was even mentioned at the Golden Globes, and I think it hasn't been widely it hasn't been released yet. But he won Best Actor for the Whale, well, a movie that I'm actually looking forward to seeing. I've heard a lot of great things about it, and it looks it looks fantastic. What Screen Actors Guild or what? This uh, well, this was the Critics' Choice, so these are Hollywood oh, critics. They've already seen all this stuff. That's right. why that's why so. they can vote on it. But I wonder if uh, if the Whale is going to be up for anything as far as the Oscars. I don't know. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. The Whale has already gotten some controversy, and again, this is par for the course. 
because Brendan Fraser plays an obese man. Uh, and he had to put on prosthetics to play the obese man, and so obese people are upset that an obese person wasn't asked to play the obese guy, even though really it's all about acting. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The news that's hot. Connect residents to information. Stay tuned for updates. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. We've suddenly turned into the dish that you'll hear on the Ricardi Show because people are calling up asking me where the Chinese place owned by the Mexicans is. I, I, well, I'll tell you, it's at Tezel Road and Silent Sunrise. It's called Quick Walk. Quick Walk. I'm not saying. I mean, I'm just saying it's really it's good Chinese, good basic serviceable Chinese, right? You want some lo mein? You want some General Sal's? All right, the Mexicans at Quick Walk. Quick Walk do a fine job of it. Isn't that fun, James? They actually have people call, and then I, uh, I actually like. There's another one called Spicy. Well, this is more Thai and Chinese called the spicy ginger uh it's across from the on on bandera across from the heb entrance but uh i you know, quick walk is where i go for basic good taste and serviceable chinese food not a chinese american on the property that's all i'm saying it's good food uh, i got a few minutes left so whatever's on your brain 210-599-5555 what are y'all laughing about What's going? What's so funny? Uh, I can't say it on air. Ah. So I say it's a Don. Whenever I can't say it on air, I tell it's Don. So when I hear Don laughing behind me, it's because you said something filthy to him. Okay, now usually, I understand. That's usually the case. It's yes. usually the case. I will own up to that. Okay. Well, you know, we were just talking off air about how a lot of these Democrats need to sort of own the hypocrisy of this business with Biden and all these secret doc, top secret docs, and, tr- and stop trying to come up with like the bizarro explanations. Yes, six years For ago. For how it's not his fault. Six years ago, Trump planted stuff. Six six years ago, <laughs> Trump put on a ninja suit, and he and Donald Trump Jr. ninja repelled into the, the, the Wilmington residence and somehow snuck a bunch of top-secret documents into his garage six years ago. Because that makes sense. You'd be surprised, or at least I'm surprised, and I don't think you will be, but... The amount of people on social media that do not know that the vice president cannot remove documents from the White House. They're completely unaware. And they're asking me, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, I'm pretty sure. And and, and they're saying that, well, Donald Trump had more. Because he's the president. He can. I mean, they're just, they're going with, well, they're going with the crap that's spoon-fed into their noggins by the elite media and by, you know, their own political leaders. Uh, that there's a difference between what Trump did and what Biden did. Biden just had a bad day and accidentally brought home a whole bunch of top secret documents. Can't even freaking pronounce his own Supreme Court justice's name, man. If you're a Biden supporter, that's your guy. Katanji drowned. Has he ever pronounced her name correctly? I don't think the man's ever pronounced her name correctly in public. But, you know, uh, I think you're right. I think a lot of people are not aware of it. They're not following it. 
and these tend to be people who vote Democrat. And I, I, I you could call me a jerk, but I've, I've been here at KTSA for 11 years. I've been doing talk radio for, I guess, damn near 20 or over 20. And the people, by and large, that I interact with on the air over all those years who are low information, who have no real idea why they believe what they believe, tend to be Democrats. And so if there are people in this country who are shrugging this off and saying, well, this is just the GOP plot, you know, and Joe Biden didn't do anything wrong, and he's cooperating, are probably the same people that whenever the Hillary Clinton thing came up, oh, it's old news, man. That's what Wolf Blitzer told me to say. It's old news. But, yeah, don't don't you think for a second that there aren't two uh, systems of justice in this country. Absolutely. This is where we're really starting to look like a, like a third-world asshole. When the power elite don't have to suffer the same laws as the rest of us. You know, if I had any kind of class, if you or I had any kind of uh, uh, clearance, security clearance of any kind, Uh, and we worked for the government, and we went home with one freaking email, we'd be in federal prison. I've had guys call me up and tell me that. I got security clearance. I work for the government. They won't tell me where, but they said, you know, if I accidentally brought a a document home and it got out and and I was found out, I'd be fired and and charged. But not if you're Joe Biden. (laughs) You know, not if you not if you're a swamp critter. It's all right. It's okay. It's just he was just having a bad day. And again, uh, you know, the, the, their own support base is uh, is is just chock full of people who are low low info morons that they don't question, they don't ask, and all these explanations are good enough for those people. But, you know, here there comes a point where you're going to have to accept that whether or not you, you support Democrats or no, you're going to be living in this third-world s-hole too. And there's going to come a point where whether you're a D or an R is completely irrelevant, and we're almost there. Here's what you are, m- most of you, if you're, if you're Democrats and you support this administration. You're little people. You're not Joe Biden. You're not even Hunter Biden. You may have voted Democrat your whole stinking life, but you know what? Uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're not a you're not a member of the elite crowd. And there's a lot of Democrats in this country right now who are watching crap with the border going on, who are watching the economy, who are watching this stuff with the documents and, and all this crap, and sending money to Ukraine. Uh, every month with no accountability, and they're saying, oh, this is great. You know why? Because it's our guys doing it. Well, when 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 they officially turn us into a, ba- a banana republic, and we're quickly getting there, you're going to have to live in the muck with the rest of us, okay? And the misery. It's not going to matter who you voted for your whole life. In other words, the things that are going on right now should upset you Every bit as much as it upsets everybody, anybody else. Thank God, Eric Adams got a, a a finally got an eyeful of what's really going on in El Paso, the mayor of New York. 
at least now he's sort of waking up to, hey, wow, this is really bad. <laughs> yeah, he ain't playing now. He ain't no, playing. No, he saw it with his own eyes, man. And shout out, kudos to him for doing that. Yeah, we, I, I will, I, you know, because I've never been a big fan, obviously, but uh, he is uh, saying, hey, I saw it with my own eyes. These, these towns are being destroyed. And they are. And that's Monday. And that's Martin Luther King Day on uh, on uh, on my show, at least. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins up next. Thank you to James, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.